Welcome to the God Love Cities podcast presented by the North American Michigan Division of the New York Metro. And I'm so honored that you're joining us today. This is the podcast where we discuss with leaders the importance of understanding and reaching cities with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're honored to have you joining us during this episode. Let's get started. Three, two, one. Hello, New York Metro District. This is Pastor Donnie Willis, Director for North American Missions here in NYMD. Glad you're jumping onto this podcast. I'd like to paint two pictures for you at the front of this episode here. Picture number one, a what we call a parachute planter. A family steps into a community that doesn't have a church, has to figure it out. Um, they have to reach people find a location, they have to raise their own budget, they have to figure out how to finance it. Picture number two, a church steps into a community that doesn't have a church and decides there needs to be a church there. So they send a team of people, they send finances, they send support, they help uh, produce that church. So one is a family, a singular unit building a church. One is a church building a church. Those are two pictures. Those are two perceptions that people have concerning church. Both of them have been in existence for a long time. Both of them have been successful over a long time. But my question is, which one do you think is more sustainable? Which one do you think is longer down the road? How can we plant? You know, I'm thinking about cities. I'm thinking about New York City in particular. How can we reach New York City better? What is the best way to do it? And how can we collaborate in such a way to be able to reach New York City or whatever city you're involved in? Well, so at General Conference this year, uh, Pastor Jimmy Tony did a presentation on the subject of Daughter Works. It's impacted me so much that I wanted to share it with you on this podcast. So I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to hit play on Pastor Jimmy Tony's presentation. I'm going to let it play and then I'll come back to you at the end of this presentation and this talk. So here we go. Um, Pastor Jimmy Tony, Pastor Gainesville, Florida, talking about Daughter Works. Enjoy this episode. God bless you. They say that the most successful way to fulfill the Great Commission is by planting churches. I believe that. And I'm going to add to that saying today this. The most successful way to plant churches is through the daughter work concept. My name is Jimmy Tony, and I am the pastor at the Pentecostals of Gainesville in Gainesville, Florida. I want to thank Brother Scott Sistrunk and the North American Missions team for this opportunity to talk to you today. I became pastor at the Pentecostals in April of 2017, and almost immediately upon arriving, I have begun to plant the seeds of planting more churches. We have tried to be very intentional to plant daughter works. And that's what, that's what I'm going to take just a few minutes today and talk to you about. And I am going to, if you're a pastor watching this, I'm going to beg you. I, I'm going to implore you, here's a Bible word, I'm going to beseech you that you would consider 
planting a daughter work. There is without doubt uh, just a few miles from your church, communities and towns and maybe even cities that do not have an, an apostolic representation in their in their city limits. You can help change that. Let me just say a couple of things right off the bat. I do not believe that it is God's will for there just to be one mega church in, in a city. I believe that it is God's will for there to be multiple growing congregations in our cities, especially the larger the city, obviously the more churches that we need. And the best way to do that is through daughter works. When I arrived in Gainesville, I knew that I would eventually get the itch again to start a church because the old saying is very true, once a church planner, always a church planner. And so, as I mentioned, I just began to plant the seeds that we wanted to establish daughter works. I knew that we wouldn't be able to plant immediately. I knew that it would take a little while to begin to, to shape that culture and begin to create that DNA in our churches, but I wanted that to become part of our fabric. So I had to start talking about it. I had to start preaching about it. If we, we, we wanted church planting and we wanted daughter works to become a first choice and not a last resort. And so the first couple of years, I just began to scan the audience and I began to talk to different people that already felt the call to preach. And I began to try to figure out who would have a burden to plan a church. Some had talked to me already, so I knew they did. And then I began to watch for others that we could develop. And uh, I want you to understand, if you're a pastor watching this, there are couples, great couples in your church right now that they are church planners in the making. And if you would just train them and give them an opportunity, and, and here's the key, release them to go and plant that church. So that's the first thing I would do. That's the first thing I would do if I was you. I would start looking at my leaders. And yes, I said leaders. And I would start talking to them, uh, inventorying them, seeing what their burdens are, what their desires are. And I would begin to train them to fulfill what God would have them to fulfill. Uh, let me remind you, Joseph's dreams never came true or they never were fulfilled until he got involved in somebody else's dreams. And if I get involved in somebody else's dreams, then I just believe God's going to come along beside me and help my dreams become a reality. So find you some couples that can do this or that you think can do this and then start investing in them. Talk to them. Train them. Start using them. Begin to plant... Uh, the seeds and vision of what God can do, invest in them. I think it may have been two years before we planted our first daughter work that I took, uh, I think it was maybe six or seven couples. I took them to launch training and uh, I invested and that was something we were able to, we were able to pay their way to go. I didn't, I looked at it as an investment for the kingdom of God. And let me just say this, if you don't know what launch training is, please go to launchachurch.faith. If you've never been to launch and you're serious about planting either a church or a daughter work, I, here I am begging again, I beg you, go to the next launch conference. You will not regret it. And so we made this investment and we took these couples and 
And then when we came back from, from that particular meeting, the seeds were planted, excitement was there. I began to meet with them almost monthly. The obviously schedules change, but, but almost monthly. And we would talk about concepts and we would talk about teams and we would talk about ethics. Boy, there's, there's, there's the holy trinity of church planning, concepts, teams, and ethics. Now, the truth is, you can go plant a church by yourself. I have done that. I've actually, I've done that once, just me, my wife, my daughter was so small. And then I planted a second church with a small team. And let me tell you something. The second church was way better than the experience, than, than doing it by yourself. Uh, so you can go plant a church by yourself, but there is a better way. At the Pentecostals of Gainesville, we have allowed, and, and at the time of this recording, we have planted a Spanish daughter work. We have planted a daughter work in Lake City, Florida, that has, has now become autonomous. We are in the process of planting a daughter work in Alachua, which is a community about 15 miles north of Gainesville. And each time we have allowed every daughter work pastor to assemble a team. Now, in the spirit of, uh, in full transparency and spirit of, of just trying to tell you the good and the bad, we probably allowed those teams to become too big at the beginning and uh, people's excitement got a hold of them. So let me just say this. You do not have to be a large church to plant a daughter work and you do not need a large team of people to plant a daughter work. You just need a, a couple of couples. And uh, you can make this work and you can make it grow. As a matter of fact, with so much advancement in the music industry, you don't even need musicians to have a great daughter work. So find you some couples, identify them, begin to train those couples, invest in those couples, and then identify a target. Every church has an area near them that is unchurched. There are two issues that we must overcome if we're going to truly plant daughter works. One is uh, this spirit of territorialism. That We do not have room for that. Actually, let me say it like this. We do not have time for that. We are racing the rapture of the church. We do not have time for territorialism. It exists, okay? Let's just be real and honest again. It is. It, it exists. This is real. And so it's something we need to talk about. But so here's the bottom line. The Pentecostals of Gainesville is not my church. Your church is not your church. Your city is not your city. Everything belongs to God. If I die tomorrow, there's going to be another pastor at the Pentecostals of Gainesville soon. And it'd be a better pastor, no doubt. They say the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world. Well, if he dies Tonight, we're going to have a new president in the morning. My point is this. We are all replaceable. It's not about us. It's not about us. There's a good chance that you're not going to be gifted enough, smart enough, rich enough, anointed enough to reach everybody in your community, reach everybody in your city, to reach everybody in your territory. I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm not saying that to be a smart aleck. I'm saying that because it is the truth. The Bible says one man plants, one man waters, but God gives the increase. We, so we're not, we're, look, we're not going to all be gifted to pastor a thousand. We're not going to all be gifted to pastor 500 people. But if you are called to the ministry, like let's just say you're pastoring a hundred people. 
and there's a community down the road. You you could take five, six, seven people, and you could send them to go plant another church, and that church could grow to a hundred people. And let's just say your capacity is a hundred people. Well, now you're pastoring two hundred people, maybe not directly, but you're responsible for advancing the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter thirteen, verse eight says that that the seed fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some one hundred fold, sixty fold, and thirty fold. There's going to be people that can do more than I can do. There'll be people that, that will do less than what you're doing, but that doesn't make those that do less, less. And it doesn't make those that do more, more. Do not, pastors, do not fall into this territorial trap. We are better than this. We are bigger than this. Insecurity is horrible, but insecurity on a preacher is intolerable. The next issue that we're going to have to deal with is if we're going to plant daughter works is we're going to lose some people. Let that sink in. We're going to lose some people. Every new church will attract people from other churches, not on purpose, but just because it's a new church. There's an old saying, new broom sweeps cleaner. And uh, it just is what it is. And I may lose a family or two to the church planner down the street, but I look at it as an investment that even though I'm losing a family, that family is helping reach other brand new families. So here's how we do it at the Pentecostals of Gainesville. The daughter work starts out as just a ministry of the church, similar to the youth department, children's ministry, so on and so forth. We send them with a small team to help them begin to launch that church. All of their giving stays at the mother, at the mother church. Uh, now, once they start receiving their tithes and their offerings, we set those aside. But every, even the pastor at the beginning and every member, we keep their tithing in the mother church because as the mother church, we're helping fund all of the expenses. We split our daughter work teams into three categories, a launch team, a core team, and then a transition team. The launch team are just people who are committed to helping launch those six monthly, once a month preview services. The core team are the people that says, hey, when it goes weekly, we're gonna be here every Sunday when it goes weekly. The transition team will be the people from the mother church who once the church is ready to go autonomous, they will then say, this is going to become our home church and the daughter work pastor will become our pastor. So real quick, let me say that again. We have our launch team, our core team, and our transition team. The launch team may only go to those first six services the, some of the launch team may become part of the core team. Some of the core team will most likely become part of the transition team, and we're okay with that. Uh, once they transition from daughter work to that of an autonomous church, anyone that stays with them, they're giving transfers to that church, and we have, we have strong conversations and guidelines to keep ethics abo uh, above board. If we can't be ethical with one another from the mother church to the daughter church, then there's no way when that church is autonomous that that church is going to be ethical with the other church closest to it. We must be ethical people. We are not here to fish in one another's pond. We are here to win the lost for Jesus Christ. Uh, however, I, again, let me just say, I realize that I'm going to lose some people. I 
I am I want to be more kingdom minded than to be worried about what I lose. Um we preach all the time you can't outgive God and we on, we usually refer that to money, but let me say this, we can't outgive God when we start giving him our men, our people. We're not just talking about purses here, we're talking about people. So if I sacrificially give my money, I believe God's going to give it back. But if I sacrificially give some of the people in my church to go start another church, then I have to believe that that principle fits there and that God will bless it and give it back. And he has. Have we lost people to daughter works? Absolutely. Have we lost good people to daughter works? Absolutely. Have we had to train and fill gaps? You better believe it. But listen, God has blessed us with brand new people. God's blessed us with brand new givers. You cannot outgive God. I want to say one more thing about daughter works. Daughter works are like converts. You're not going to keep all of them. But we will not, we won't. I mean, I teach Bible studies. I'm a big home Bible study believer. And if we're not, if I'm not going to win and I'm not going to keep every home Bible study I teach. Well, the same thing's true with church plants. I'm going to plant as many daughter works as I can. All of them's not going to survive, but that's not going to discourage me and stop me from doing that. I asked one of our daughter work pastors, and I close with this. I asked, I asked one of our daughter work pastors to tell me what his experience was from being a daughter work pastor. He, we just released him to be autonomous. And this is what he said. He said, the first thing that came to his mind is, is this for me? Doing the daughter work method with the team is uniquely different, he said, from a home missions church in that you get the opportunity to try planning a church to see if it's for you. You're surrounded by a team. It's going to, it's going to help build you up. Number two, he said, it's a more manageable burden. There's going to always be stress to planning a church. But because we were able to do it as a team effort, it took some of that away. Quality. By planting a church as a daughter work with a team, you're, you're able to produce quality that it would immediately, that it would take years to produce. He said it's healthier. It's healthier. Obviously, it's going to be healthier. You're coming there with a team. You've got support. You've got a mother church that's helping you. And then the last thing he said is it's maximum involvement. Planting a church using the daughter work method and a team gives people in the home church an opportunity that they would have never had before. Pastor, listen, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, help us Fill heaven up by going to the next town and by planting a daughter work and by sending good quality people to help us reach the next town. God bless you in Jesus name. All of you out there listening, thank you so much for your time as well. God loves cities. Spread the word. Bye-bye.